Chart Chat is a member of the Tiege.fm network from WTJU Radio. Find out more at Tiege.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Everybody, it's Monday, September twenty fifth, twenty seventeen. I am Tanner Green, and I'm Caitlin Flay, and you are listening to Chart Chat. It's your weekly guide to the latest pop singles hitting the U.S. and U.K. charts. <sighs> Caitlin, how are you? Not too bad. Um, it's a long week, and Very. it's going to be another long week, and we're just plugging along. You make it sound so exciting, so glamorous, even. Well. That's what grad life is, isn't it? Ugh, don't even get me started. <laughs> what you can get me started on, though, are the new uh, entries oh, in the U.S. Hot 100. Look at that segue. segue. I know, right? Um, so starting at number 99, we have Let Me Go by Haley Steinfeld and Alesso featuring Florida Georgia Line and Watt. Four people, one song. Oof. It's not very good. Maybe we'll get to that later. Number 98, Pills and Automobiles by Chris Brown featuring Yo Gotti, A Boogie with the Hoodie. And Kodak Black. Debuting at number 85, There's No Limit by g Easy, featuring ASAP Rocky and Cardi B. At number 81, it's Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci. Don't even get me started. It's, <laughs> it's so good. It is. <sighs> number 80, Kane Brown, Found You. Number 73, Blake Shelton, I'll Name the Dogs. Number 62, Kelly Clarkson's Love So Soft. Debuting at number 44, there is Dusk Till Dawn by Zane, featuring Sia. And, last but not least, debuting in the top ten at number five, Sam Smith's latest single, Too Good at Goodbyes. All right, UK charts, we have some overlap, different numbers. Very notable, though, and you'll see what I mean in a second. At number 93, we have 17, MK, a very mysterious guy, and very mysterious vocalist, uh, You're the Best... Thing about me, you too. Sorry, by Nothing But Thieves, Let Me Go, by Haley Steinfeld, Alesso featuring Florida Georgia Line, and what? Love So Soft, Kelly Clarkson, Dusk Till Dawn, Zane featuring Sia, and number five, and Too Good at Goodbyes, Sam Smith, number one. I realize I didn't give any numbers for those other ones because they were all 80 or below. <laughs> um, so you can check on those um, in our comment section and where we put our playlists. Um, yeah. So I think I just kind of rearing to go. Rearing I'm to get go? started. Okay. Well, since you kind of gave us a little taste of it at the beginning, um, let's talk. Gucci gang, Gucci, Gucci gang, gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. gang, Gucci Gucci gang. gang. <laughs> um, so this is Lil Pump. This is a one of the sort of leading lights in the SoundCloud rap scene um, with his first Hot 100 entry. Um, this is his first time hitting the top 100. Um, before I gush a little bit about how much I like this song, let's uh, let's listen to a little bit of it. Let's do it. Gucci gang, oh, that's it yeah. right now, T-Nail. Low pump, yeah. Gucci gang, oh, 
That's Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. And part of the reason I want to talk about that is because I think it makes a really good contrast to Pills and Automobiles, which I mentioned earlier is a song that I'm not particularly much for. Um, do we want to listen to any of that? Nah, I think we're good. I could give you a synopsis of it. <laughs> what? 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 Yes, and that's actually exactly what I wanted to talk about because I think the two songs obviously are very repetitive, but I think are drastically different in terms of how effective that repetition is. On Pills and Automobiles, it's Chris Brown, and I was talking to you before we started recording, and Pills and Automobiles, to me, sounds kind of like a third-rate version of his earlier hit from the early 2010s um look at me now because mm-hmm. it's you know chris brown he does his thing and then eventually he kind of just like lets a cavalcade of guest rappers do their thing only difference is where look at me now had busta and wayne this has three rappers who are much less interesting yeah it's like having a movie trilogy right and then you get to the third one and then they reveal there's a fourth and the fourth one is pills and automobiles sure compared to look at me now. sure yeah because like ooh, Nicki minaj on that i get like chills yeah wow or cardi b but i think that's something we differ on a little bit more mm. but that's a conversation for another day um so by contrast gucci gang i mean i i've described kodak black as striking me as kind of a third rate lil wayne imitator and on this track Lil Pump does something similar to what Wayne does sometimes where the syllables just start to kind of blur together Mm. and because of how frequently Pump is just saying Gucci gang Gucci gang Gucci gang it's like it's like that sensation when you're looking at a word and you read it so many times that doesn't look like a word anymore (gasps) it feels kind of like the sonic equivalent of that which I love Um, and also again production geek there's this really cool like rippling on the low end. Like it's mm. not just a flat uh, hit, so to speak. There's this sure. there's these weird like undulations going on. And you've got some kind of like melancholy harp doing its thing in the background. Right. Um, so that's <laughs> that's Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. That is one of my favorites of the week. Uh, one of the other ones on a much more heartwarming note is country star Blake Shelton's I'll Name the Dogs. If we can mm. get a little bit of that queued up. your car in the driveway I'll park my truck in the grass I'll put a little swing on the front porch if you put a little tea in my glass watch the sunset from the gravel road kiss me in the kitchen on your tippy toes still loving on you when the rooster crows watching way more than the garden grow you find the spot and I'll find the money you be the pretty and I'll be the funny you plant the flowers I'll plant the such a simple but in a good way like it's very heartwarming you know lyrically it's 
we're in this relationship together. We're going to split things equally and it'll be great. You name the babies, I'll name the dogs. You do this, I'll do that. And it's just, it's delivered in this way that, again, heartwarming is the the, the word that comes to mind. Um, the music video is really sweet. Yeah, the way he rhymes too, like mm-hmm. it really gets me and makes me almost, almost, sympath- like not sympathetic to the song, but it makes me almost like, it. almost like it. I mean, rhyming kisses with business, I think is just kind of genius i mean it is good and it makes you i think or makes any listener kind of get in the mind of blake shelton like he's he's a very different kind of country guy right Mm. we see him on the voice and he mentors all different types of singers right Mm. and i think it's starting to show in his music a little bit it's Mm. not as you still get that country feel, mm-hmm. but it's not as um, maybe twangy as I was expecting. Okay. Maybe that's the adjective I'll use. Sure. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. And it's interesting because that, you know, when I was giving the chart rundown earlier, that is sort of nestled next to uh, Kane Brown mm. and his Found You, which is another country singer who is a little more explicitly, at least sonically, potentially trying to cross over to like the youth market in terms of maybe some symbol work that sounds a little reminiscent of hip hop or something like that. Yeah, like, I would really like yeah. to have a conversation about this with our colleague Lydia because that to me, uh, Kane Brown is kind of like hard country. Interesting. If that okay. makes sense. Like Interesting. you have this really full band sound. Um, it's almost like borderline rock, hmm. you know? Hmm. And, um, and the only thing I would say in my mind at least, as an inexperienced country listener, is his voice, right? You get Kane Brown's voice mm-hmm. really deep. You liked it last week, I really did. bassy. Mm-hmm. And then you know it's country. Mm, sure, I sure, mean, sure. maybe I would make that argument. Maybe not. I feel like Lydia would shoot me down. But <laughs> I think it would be a conversation worth having. Whereas Blake Shelton is a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. um, both like in subject matter, really lighthearted, mm. and um, you know, kind of silly. Yeah. Almost, yeah. Yeah, shout outs to Lydia once again, um, and also thank you for pointing out that neither of us are terribly experienced uh, with country. <laughs> of course, but it's still important, um, and we do live in Virginia, so at some point we should probably fix that. Mm. But until then, we can jump across the pond and talk to a uh, Caitlin. What's going on? Yeah, in the UK? let's do it. So I actually liked most of these um, entries this week. Um, I didn't find any of them overly repulsive. So I'm going to do something a little bit different than Tanner and play little snippets of each of the new entries and just give you like one or two thoughts, nothing too uh, formal or anything. Uh, The first one we're going to listen to, and these are out of order, but um, 17, MK. Um, MK is an American DJ, and I don't know very much about him other than he had a couple chart toppers in the club and dance charts in the 1990s. Okay. Um, both with female singers, and this track also features an unknown female singer. From my research, I just could not find anything. <laughs> if anyone knows who this mysterious woman is, it's probably like on the fourth Google page, and I didn't go down that far or something like that. But I mean, but also, like, there's a long history of women, particularly black women singers not being credited on dance tracks. Absolutely. Like, so, so like to look at this and be like, oh, okay, so I guess MK's the producer and 
the singer is unknown like that yeah. is sadly familiar in this I case. wonder and this is going to be tangential but mm-hmm. I wonder if we're like nearing that part in the history of the universe where we're going to have like robot singers more regularly you know like there's obviously vocorder sounds and like we've Hatsune been Miku that. or something like that yeah. sure. and just kind of you know making anonymity take on a whole new meaning mm-hmm. um but anyway here's 17 mk get the idea there very repetitive very disco i was almost turned off by the song i was telling tanner but once i heard like i settled in with those vocals and the reverb kind of just took me away (laughs) it was very romantic story between me and the song and i don't know it gave me that happy kind of bubbly feeling listening to it and again kind of imagined myself in uh, club setting. Hmm. I was like, yeah, this this would be a good change of pace in any kind of club setting. Hmm. And I appreciate MK. I definitely hear the 90s or probably early 2000s, hmm. to be fair, hmm. um, in here. And yeah, overall, solid. Hmm. Not my fave. We'll get to my fave. But before we fave. do, if I can kill some of the romance slightly <laughs> and complain about that song. I don't know. The, the, it was a really weird song for me to listen to because it felt like such a weird middle ground between house and trance kind of production styles sure like in terms of the piano in terms of the kick it sounds like a house track like you like you mentioned this producer had hits in the early 90s that makes total sense Mm. but like but like you mentioned the reverb on the voice like i hear that reverb and i think of like like some sort of stadium trance act that's like going for oh, the back of the so bleachers. And so, you know, I, I talk all the time about like sort of what sorts of spaces music suggests. And to me, this is a really weird sort of juxtaposition between, okay, it's close, but it's far away. And since I kind of have a sort of nagging aversion to trance, it kind of turned me off. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, yeah. see, I got the exact opposite in terms of kind of like spatiality. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, I imagine myself kind of in a packed place with lots of people, Mm -hmm. very dense, Mm -hmm. densely populated. And in that sense, I think that's why I was comforted by the Mm -hmm. reverb Mm -hmm. and I really liked it because if you are in a room with tons of people, dancing, sweating, gross, that those kinds of sounds Mm -hmm. kind of allow you to escape that a little bit to breathe a little to breathe yeah that makes sense yeah Hmm. all right so let's talk about um you too so i was shocked 
honestly when this song came out really yeah it's like bono where have you been friend <laughs> i feel like he had like a bike accident or something recently yeah. had kind of a serious health scare yeah he did yeah. um very bad we're happier better bono absolutely and he just came out with a song you're the best thing about me which um i believe he wrote about his children which hmm. is very cute nice. um i'll give you a little snippet of it yeah Tanner earlier <laughs> I do not particularly enjoy this song I think it's fine it's yeah. probably cool winding down the windows uh hot Virginia September you know mm-hmm. listening mm-hmm. to this song but I was singing this in the shower I got home at like a little past midnight uh from work and hopped in the shower and I just found myself and I stopped and was like wow okay bono way to write a melody so (laughs) that's my reaction to uh you're the best thing about me yeah any thoughts tanner i mean not a ton um i get irritated because it feels like it feels like the worst of the like fashionable u2 hatred has passed (laughs) sure you know what i mean yeah because like for a period there especially in the 2000s um it was very hip to be like oh u2 ugh ugh but no like i like u2 has some really great stuff this isn't one of them, but that's okay. Like it's 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 fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's about all I got. All right. Totally fine. Um, this next song is uh, called "Sorry" by Nothing But Thieves. I was also kind of surprised at this song. Um, didn't love it. Nothing special about it, but right. some lyric has stuck with me, and I don't know why. It's almost like an earworm for me. And the line is in the chorus. Am I defective or am I dumb? Right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is about that. And it might be ugh, the harshness of those words found mm-hmm. within a chorus where I'm used to kind of cushier words that you can almost glaze over mm-hmm. or you're showing off your voice. Right? And mm-hmm. here we have a band from Essex, England. And no vocal prowess whatsoever but no well in terms of like okay (laughs) in terms of let's compare to kelly clarkson well sure okay um but anyway here's um sorry by nothing but thieves Again, that was nothing but thieves. Sorry. I really love that line that coupled with, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for what I've done. Maybe Mm. I'm defective or maybe I'm dumb. Mm. I 
I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just, it could be sentimentality. It could, uh, I'm not convinced by the rest of the song though, which is why I'm puzzled Mm -hmm. at why I'm hung up on this lyric. But I think it's really beautiful, that part. And yeah, that's kind of all I wanted to say about it. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to talk about quickly two more songs, uh, or perhaps three. I have three left. This is amazing. I'm really enjoying this. Oh, my gosh. Um, Sam Smith, Too Good at Goodbyes. Here we have um, Sam Smith not reinventing the game whatsoever. Um, We have backing vocals, which uh, neither Tanner nor I are a fan of. And, um, yeah, I... Uh, not very much to say, but Sam Smith, everyone. And every time you hurt me, the less that I cry. And every time you leave me, the quicker these tears dry. And every time you walk out, the less I love you. Baby, we don't stand a chance. It's sad, but it's true. I'm way too good at goodbye. I'm way too good at So that was Sam Smith. The only comment that I want to say about this was that I was listening to it at the bus stop for the first time. And the intro was so rhythmically ambiguous and kind of confusing to me when I listened to it for the first time Hmm. that it kind of bothered me. And I had to check myself because I was like, man... I should be welcoming this. This should be great in pop music that you don't have a, you know, solid 4-4 four, mm-hmm. four tempo, like normal whatever. Mm-hmm. We should be celebrating non-normativity in pop music. And I had to catch myself. So there you have it. Caitlin checking herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I was, like you kind of alluded to, sadly, those... Uh, those backing vocals in the chorus kind of ruined the song for me. But I do generally like Sam Smith's voice, even mm-hmm. if I don't like his music all that much. Um, I feel like I liked his Bond theme that he did uh, more than most, Writings on the Wall. Ooh, um, yeah. I actually really liked that song quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so I feel like for me it's more of an issue of just like he has stylistic preferences different than mine. He likes to lean into that gospel choir sound for his um, for his choruses, and it just doesn't mesh well with his voice for me but yeah it's fine cool moving on two more songs to get through this one is let me go this song has a ton of features everyone i'm gonna walk you through them Haley steinfeld american actress true grit you would have um seen her in she is also a singer and she features only on vocals for this. Uh, she had no other part in the song other than singing the vocals that were written for it. We have Alesso on this track, a Swedish DJ. Uh, he's a record producer also. And uh, American country duo, Florida Georgia Line. Mm-hmm. And also a man named Andrew Watt. Uh, he just goes by Watt usually. He's a musician, guitarist, singer, songwriter. I think he was probably... Uh, played the part of studio musician in this case um but he's listed as uh in the credits for this song as doing songwriting production background vocals bass guitar and percussion so that kind of leaves me um wondering what everyone else did um (laughs) watt seemed to have a lot of the work on this one tanner 
And I'm going to play a little bit for you, very short song. Um, but here is Let Me Go. You made plans and I, I made problems. We were sleeping back to back. We know this day wasn't built to last. Yeah. Good on paper, picture perfect. Chase the high too far, too fast. Pick a white fence, but we painted black. longer clip than I usually play because I wanted you to try and figure out or try and maybe separate the features here. I cannot tell what Florida Georgia Line is doing here. I I mean, I don't hate the song in the same way that I don't hate like most top 40 music sung by girls that have that Justin Bieber Skrillex kind of feel. Um, but yeah, Tanner, any thoughts about what's going on here? Just two things quickly. I mentioned earlier the sort of spatial contradictions in 17 sure. when you played it earlier. And I get that even more strongly here between the verse and the pre-chorus. Mm. The verse, her voice is super close very intimate or oh god and then she's almost, screaming yeah, at and then you all of a sudden oh. once the pre-chorus hits we're just like zero to 60 and we're just like oh. ah! <laughs> and i can't stand it and the only thing in that song that i dislike more is the entire lyrical hook of the song mm. the way it's just i hope someone will love you let me go like just like grammatically obviously <laughs> pop songs don't need to make grammatical sense but the way those two phrases are just kind of smushed together feels really clumsy to me yeah um so those are my thoughts super interesting great observations though man i try that's hilarious um last i want to talk about dusk till dawn uh this is zane on his own obviously from one direction which maybe we should now call like if we're referring to them we could call them like fifth direction or like five directions Boo. thank you i tried to make a joke earlier about one direction splitting up and it didn't go over well but like yeah it's fine might as well try it again uh, yeah <laughs> next week tune in next week <laughs> I'm not giving up. Uh, okay, so Dusk Till Dawn, um, written by, uh, or supposedly by, Zane, Sia, and um, this other guy. Let me just pull up his name. Um, I don't know, something weird like Gruffalo. Started with a G. Um, anyway, he's the producer for the track as well. Um, and I was asking Tanner earlier, listening to this song... I feel as though Zane and Mystery Man producer, who I can't remember his name right now, um, 
had absolutely nothing to do with writing this song. This has Sia written all over it. I think of Chandelier, I think of um, Cheap Thrills, and how Sia really uh, lyrically focuses her or the content of her songs in a way that focuses on small things and then kind of branches out from them rather than I guess creating web a web or circular lyrics or duplets couplets stuff like that Sia does a really good job of giving primacy to very weird inanimate things often uh, in a really emotionally interesting way and she really shines on this track, Tanner, and Zane does not. And he feels like he has to strain a lot. And, you know. He feels like a guest on his own track. He does. This is not one of Caitlin's collaborations, everyone. This is not <laughs> one that I bless. Okay. So here's the track. Um, I would really like to know what people think about this because I think Sia does a magnificent job, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, here we go. Cause I wanna touch you, baby And I wanna feel you too I wanna see the sunrise And your sins just me and you Lighting up on the run Let's make love tonight Make it up Fall in love two observations to make the first one is the way that Sia is able to sustain notes I don't know if this was an artistic choice to have Zayn in the pre-chorus there drop off just kind of uh, uh. and obviously like I'm over dramatizing things as I always do but Sia has these really full beautiful notes right and she can like sustain that in such a beautiful and warm way and Zane doesn't do that at any point in the song and I think that contrast is a little too much for me uh, my other point is slipping away but I will bring it up if I remember it Tanner you have anything to say I mean I can give you some time to stall by revealing the identity of your <gasps> mystery, mystery man, man. Uh, producer and co-writer of the song Greg Kirsten Kirsten close um, to Gruffalo I like Gruffalo, Gruffalo. better yeah that works <laughs> Um, no, I mean, you've said most of what I have to say. Just, I, I had the realization that I think it's a good song with a bad singer and the mm-hmm. bad singer is not Sia, um, which is a shame, but it's okay. I feel like I'm saying that a lot. Like they're like, you know, like I'm not like summoning up any sort of ire, which is a good place to be, but also not really feeling it. Yeah. All right. Did your, did your second thought come to you? It didn't, and okay. it probably wasn't that important because 
Zayn is not high up on my radar. I should mention, though, that this uh, song will feature on his upcoming album. And like I said, Sia blessed him. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Yep. Moment of silence for Zayn. And speaking <laughs> of blessing us, um, Caitlin, would you like to introduce... We have we have deliberated, we have tallied the votes, and our pick of the week. Would you like to introduce it? This was hard for us. It was. Oh my gosh. Okay. This week, you can probably, if you've been following along really closely, <laughs> deduce that it's Kelly Clarkson. Yay! Kelly! Okay. Here's what I'd like to say first, on a personal note that probably no one will care about. Kelly Clarkson was one of my idols, like watched her on the first season of American Idol, bought her albums, and she was like the soundtrack to my life growing up as like a tween. She's back. I don't know what happened in like my December and a couple of the other song uh, or other albums that came out between now and then. I think she even did a Christmas album. And... I was getting kind of an evanescence meets um, meets like girl rock in a bad way. Hmm. I don't know if I I would have to like write down the characteristics of both of those things when I leave here because I think it makes sense in my mind and it might not with those terms that I use. Um, needless to say, I think Kelly Clarkson has kind of returned to a musical identity that fits her like a glove. Um, She's kind of out of those strange development years and has kind of uh, come into her stride. Uh, Tanner, you want to say anything uh, before we play a little clip? I mean, I think others online have commented on this. Um, There are definite shades of Christina Aguilera, specifically um, Ain't No Other Man. Um, You know, it's got... Lots of baritone sax, which I'm always in favor of. It's also a little bit reminiscent of one of Kesha's new quote-unquote comeback songs, Woman. Woman, Exactly, yes. yeah, in terms of trying to have that sort of like low-end brassy sort of feel. Mm. Um, Pumping I, soul back into pop. As, as <laughs> some people at one of Caitlin's favorite publications might have mentioned, as she will talk about oh, in a little I'm bit. I'm so excited. But um, no, I think it's pretty good. Um, I don't love it, but I have a lot of fondness for Kelly Clarkson, and so I'm... I'm happy. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without further ado, Kelly Clarkson loves so soft. Every kiss is a door. Can I knock on yours? Can we knock a little more? If the touch is a key, keep on twisting, keep on locking, keep on turning me. Clarkson, Love So Soft. I'm just going to jump right in with this quote from Forbes. (laughs) Okay. 
doing some research on this song this afternoon. And I quote, Kelly Clarkson singing on a trap beat? Don't worry, it's only momentary, and all is made better when the horns kick in and bring the soul the song needed. End quote. Oh boy. <laughs> Forbes, I really need to know what you think a trap beat is. <laughs> really need that in my life. So, for me, there's this great drop, right, that the song in that happens in the song. I would argue that this is a little bit more what Taylor Swift was going for and didn't achieve in her new singles. Um, obviously, we get Kelly Clarkson singing the same pitch over and over again, and then, um, just like Taylor Swift, look what you made me do, look what you made me do. And we have Kelly Clarkson, same idea. The bass drops off, syncopated bass line, a couple hi-hats like that's not a trap beat um that if anything is the stripped down version of any pop song <laughs> forbes um and also don't worry it's only momentary like they were scared man when it dropped they're like oh my god this song when's it gonna when will it come back it made me laugh that comment. It seemed a little silly. Um, Tanner, any yeah, I mean that was what I latched on to the "Don't worry, it's only momentary" and the the soul the song needed, like <laughs> like the the implication that like oh no if if it's if it's trap, watch out, that's not a good thing, is particularly funny to me because at least from where I sit, most of the interesting things in pop that are going on right now are in trap and hip-hop more generally. So that was just kind of a silly thing that someone at Forbes wrote. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the songwriters on this, Mozella, Priscilla, Renee, and Jesse Shatkin, um, who works with um, the latter, Jesse Shatkin works mm -hmm. with Sia and um, Kelly Clarkson pretty regularly. And I thought that connection was interesting that my two favorite songs this week... Um, you know, he had some contact with both of them. So yeah. um, there you have it, everyone. That's Char Chat for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Um, this is your weekly reminder from Caitlin to love soft and sing hard. If you'd like to listen to all of this past week's chart debuts, you can find YouTube and Spotify playlists in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feedback, or corrections, we often get things wrong, or I'll speak for myself, I do. <laughs> um, you can get in touch with us via email at chartchatcast at gmail.com. Also, if you're interested in following us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at chartchatcast and on Instagram, also at chartchatcast. We have a theme. Um, production for Chart Chat is done by Peter Kelly, and our cover art is by Billy Phillips, both from Coronation Media. Coronation Media is a creative studio specializing in video production, animation, and graphic design. To learn what they can do for your company or organization, visit www.coronationmedia.com. Chart Chat is also a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU. To learn more, visit Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Once again, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Tanner. Thanks for listening to Chart Chat. We'll catch you next week. Never let it go, baby.